Hi, my name is Jamie from Scribendi.com. Today, I'm going to talk to you about prepositions. Perfect your knowledge of prepositions. A preposition is a word governing and usually preceding a noun or pronoun and expressing a relationship to another word or element in a clause, such as the man on the street, she arrived after the bell. Sounds easy, right? Think again. It's amazing how even a two-letter proposition can make a big difference in your writing. For example, talking at someone is totally different than speaking to a person. The former has a negative connotation to scold the listener or to just talk on and on, refusing to let the other person participate in the conversation. English as a second language writers are endlessly frustrated by these small but significant words. And it's no wonder. There are more prepositions in English than any other language. Common preposition problems. Are by foot and on foot interchangeable? Does one go on a walk or for a walk? Grammarians have bantered issues like this back and forth for decades. We prefer on foot, but by foot is not really wrong. Editors normally accept the phrase going on a walk when referring to an organized activity. I'm going on the Cancer Society's Walk for the Cure, for example. But going for a walk is acceptable when referring to a leisurely stroll. Sometimes these subtleties make prepositions reveal a non-native English author. If you say to put a book at rather than on the table, your meaning would most likely be understood, but your lack of familiarity with the English language would be apparent. Incorrect use of prepositions is becoming far too common. Even though incorrectly used, slang is commonly chosen because proper English may seem too formal and may not always be recognized as being correct. To whom does this coat belong? might be viewed as snobbish to a person who would normally say, who does this coat belong to? Therefore, it's essential to consider your target audience. While incorrect preposition usage may be common, we insist that a scholarly term paper still recognize precise grammar. Leave your slang for chat rooms and casual emails. Don't separate a preposition from its phrase. One of the cardinal sins of grammar is ending a sentence with a preposition. Don't separate a preposition from its phrase. That don't sound right. Many people aren't even aware that it should be that doesn't sound right. An unfamiliar ring for them might actually indicate proper grammar. However, not sounding right does not always signify appropriate usage. Ironically, some people try to sound highly educated by using I as part of a multi-object of a proposition. Consider the following statement. Give the pens to the teacher and I. Since I is the object of a preposition, the correct form is to the teacher and me. Do you have trouble remembering when to use I opposed to me? Simply say it out loud, eliminating the first object. You would never say, give the pens to I. Some preposition tips. One of the most important keys to writing, as well as speaking, is to avoid wordiness and duplication. The removal of even a couple small words can improve the flow of a sentence. You may go home or be at home, but you must go to the house to be at the house. You may not go house or be at house. Till, T-I-L-L, -L, and until are interchangeable synonyms. However, till, T-I-L, is an incorrect attempt at an abbreviation. By and past are pretty much the same when being used to describe walking by or past an object. However, if you say you live by the bridge, it means you live near it and not that you necessarily pass it to get home. There is not always a simple rule when using prepositions, and if there is, you may count on exceptions.
In many cases, the only way to learn is to memorize the prepositions that go with certain verbs. You recover from a disease, but are done with the report and hope for a resolution to a problem. You are acquainted with the Turbian citation style, but are aware of other options. You participate in a seminar and subscribe to a newsletter. You work at night, noon, and midnight, but in the morning, afternoon, or evening. Your meeting is on Monday, or July 13th, yet in July, or the summer. There is pepper in the sauce, but the recipe instructs you to put pepper into the mixture. Of course, you might also say to add pepper to the sauce, but the reverse of this, put to or add into, would be confusing and incorrect. Don't be fooled by prepositions that seem to be similar. Some other common yet often confusing prepositions, such as by and with, seem to mean the same thing, but do not. The chemical was tested by the scientists with litmus paper. By tells who caused the action, and with tells which instrument was used. Similarly, since starts a particular time, but for refers to duration. The publisher had the book for two weeks, since last month. Over the years, languages inevitably change. Upon was once used when referring to moving things, and on was once used when referring to stationary things. He leapt upon the dragon and fell on the floor. In meant at the end of a stretch of time, while within would be during that time. You must pay your fee in one week, or you must pay it within one week. However, these prepositions are now generally accepted as being interchangeable. For more help with problematic prepositions, submit your document for an English grammar check and one of our editors will provide a thorough edit and proofread. This podcast was brought to you by Scribendi.com, because grammar matters.